This podcast is part of the Podcast Arcade Network. Welcome to episode 13 of Paranormal Dads. I'm your co-host, Pat. I'm Andy. And I'm Eddie. And we invite you to come along as we go in search of the world's monsters, myths, and mysteries on Paranormal Dads. So, welcome to Paranormal Dads, and uh, like all of our episodes, we're teenagers now. We, episode 13. Oh, we are teenagers <laughs> now. It took me a second. I'm like a teenager. Is it lucky or, is it lucky or unlucky, 13? Well, for us, it's lucky. Okay, there you go. I say it's lucky, too. We make our own luck. It's a exactly. baker's dozen. It is. It is. There you go. thought you were getting 12. You got one more. There you go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like all of our episodes, first of all, thank you again for joining us. Um but uh, as all our episodes have started, and we're starting this one the same, we're going to go into our recent sightings, uh, things that have either showed up in the news or locally or whatever, that just kind of make you go, huh. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. 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 It kind of sounds like, sounds like the Jetsons. <laughs> All right, recent sightings. So my recent sightings, and you know, you you discuss things of the paranormal. You're gonna there's there's like there's topics that are gonna get hit again and again, and in this case, we're talking about ghosts again. Ghosties, and that's gonna be kind of a persistent thing. I think ghosts are always a they're always fun to talk about, and well, almost always, I guess. Well, they scare you. Yeah. It's kind of like UFOs. I mean, it's such right. an intricate topic. You could break it down into 100 subtopics. So. Exactly. Exactly. Why um, in this case, it's going to be ghosts that have recently showed up in people's vacation photos. So they go and they snap off photos. And, and, and today, I say in today's, in the recent development of technology, um, you see your camera, you see your, your pictures instantly. So these are images that show up in people's pictures right out of the gate. So in this case, we're going to just, there's a ton of these and I can put the link up in our, in our show notes for this, uh, for this specific article, but I'm going to pick a few out of this article. And in this one, there is a (laughs) called the gray lady. They're never called anything pleasant, by the Mm -hmm. way. No, the gray lady was a servant to four Tudor monarchs at London's Hampton court and had been dead for 450 years. And basically there's a family going through this, uh, at this uh, you know, building, touring around, and in the photo you can see this um, apparition following this uh, young 12-year-old girl around as she is In my head, I just out. said, what the bleep? Yeah. That is nuts. <clears throat> it, it's a very compelling and, and frightening-looking photo. It almost looks like... Unless I'm seeing it wrong, it almost looks like, I mean, first of all, the hair is really creepy. Yeah. It almost looks like hair that hasn't been washed in uh, several months, and it's really long and and dangling. It's almost like, I wouldn't say a corset, but it's like kind of a tight-fitting, old-fashioned dress. Right. right? 
and the face just looks skeleton like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it looks like Skeletor. Sh- it looks like Skeletor in a bad wig. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Now the thing to bear in mind, and I get this too, is like you know with the advent of Photoshop and all these things, you could do this, and there is you know. Not to get into the technical too much, but there's ways to tell if something has been tampered with. And there's probably a healthy set of hoaxes out there. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. They're so, a dime a dozen. So, so bear that in mind. But if any of the, even if one of these ends up being true, it's pretty terrifying. Uh, there's another one here with uh, a family who is swimming in a uh, lake. And I'm trying to see where this lake actually is. Um, they're not telling us where here in this article. Because it'd be overrun with tourists if, if they did divulge exactly. that information. But uh, it's a family swimming, and there's it's a family of five. And when the when they saw the photo, there was a sixth person in the water with them. And that person does not look to be affected by the sunlight and uh, everything else uh, like a normal human would be. And... Uh, the uh, there is a story of a girl who drowned in that lake, and so the idea being that that could very well be her spirit. She's uh, still out there swimming, visiting the family. That that on this the apparition, the head looks a little elongated. It's kind of a pale whitish yeah. color. It almost looks like somebody would look if they've been at the bottom of a lake for a while. That that you know, yeah. and that's the thing too is like, does this does the ghost still look the way it did when uh, you know? It's always up for debate. But it's a it's a photo bombing ghost, is what it is. That's well, exactly what it looks like. like. Yeah, there's a there's a definite person in the water. Um, and then now, if it was throwing up a peace sign or bunny ears behind someone's yeah. behind someone's right. head, that'd be even better. <laughs> right. I mean, these, ghost with a sense of humor. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it's doing. It's 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 dabbing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, not the last in this in this series, but the one of the last ones that I guess I'll I'll touch on. Um, it's right here. It's a family on a vacation, and they were near a Victorian style ruin. And I'm trying to see once again where it's at, and they're not necessarily saying where. Uh, you could probably run this down pretty pretty straightforward. But these kids, they come across this nice little portal in a park, just kind of like what you would see in any kind of, you know, a nice neighborhood or a nice city park. So it's a little tunnel. It's a little tunnel that leads into the like the, the larger area of the park. But inside, in the, and the people who took the photo swore that this person was not in the photo. And... Um, there is the what appears to be the outline of a person um, with outstretched arms trailing down a flight of stairs in there. And uh, apparently, once again, sightings of a ghost in that park have been reported. You know, it's solid enough that you can tell it's definitely there. It's not a trick of light or anything, but it's wispy enough that it looks like it could be a spirit. Um, Plus, yeah, it's also she, she's striking kind of a ghostly pose too, with the arms outstretched. Arms you know, outstretched. kind of like if you were running and like pretending you're an airplane with the arms out exactly. like that. She's got her arms kind of out. And with these things, like I said, there's always the threat of it being like not real. But on the same token, if you've taken a photo and then you see something in it that you didn't see before, and that's that's a phenomenon of of ghosts, oftentimes, isn't it, Andy? Where you see you know you see an image of something that wasn't there yeah almost like you're seeing back in time right yeah and sometimes it's referred to as an imprint Uh, in other words if if something occurs um so many times it almost forms an energy stamp in that location you know i always use the example of you know if uh, grandpa had his favorite lazy boy recliner over in the corner of the living room and he sat there rocking every evening for multiple decades well 
after he's passed away, somebody could catch a glimpse of him still rocking in that recliner over there. It wouldn't necessarily be the ghost of Grandpa. It could actually be an imprint, or in other words, you know, uh, just a brief second where you're actually seeing back in time uh, to, you know, a time when he was constantly over there doing his thing. Just so basically just a repeat it's, of it's, that energy. Yeah, it's almost like a uh, like a movie where, uh, you know, a scene like an old VHS tape where you've watched it so many times that that part gets it kind of glitchy and it just kind of repeats and it gets stuck or, uh, you know, keeps uh, like like a disc that keeps skipping, if you will. There, there's the last one I guess I'll show is this, and this one actually really is kind of interesting. There's this little girl just standing on a beach, and they say it's in Japan, and there is what is behind her, the legs of another person just standing there in a weird angle behind her. And it almost looks like the person's trying to hide behind trying the outline to hide of the little girl. Trying to hide behind her. That's very weird. That's almost more compelling than if it was just some, I don't know. Okay, that's, goodbye. That's I don't want to go to Japan. That's a bit yeah. much. But but yeah, so this this idea of photobombing ghosts or, or ghosts or spirits that show up um, on uh, film after after the fact. that that Almost like an EVP ver, or a visual EVP. Things that weren't seen uh, at, at, at the time, but picked up by video or by a picture. And I think the cool thing about now that we all can take pictures on our cell phone and you can immediately see the picture, I think it makes it easier, you know, to catch ghosts and apparitions because if you, okay, if you take a picture and there's a creature in the background, um, that, that doesn't belong, you can look at the picture and see the creature and then look at, you know, look at the tunnel in real life and say, okay, I just took this a split second yeah. ago. Nobody's there right now. So how did it show up in my photo? Have you guys yeah. ever had that happen in any of, any of your photos? No, I have not. Nothing? I can't say I have <laughs> caught a, you know, a lot of orbs or bubbles or, you know, kind of light anomalies, mm -hmm. uh, in, in photos in the past. And at my office, I have a lot of people sending me in kind of weird photos of shadow figures in the background and whatnot. But in most cases, you know, nine out of every 10, you know, you can kind of uh, say, well, you know, it could be a headlight coming in from outside. Oh, that's the strap of your camera dangling in front of your lens. You know, if it's a, mm -hmm. if it's a nice older lady with an old digital camera, yeah. um, you know, most of them can be discredited, but some of those, I mean, in that photo that you showed me, that's clearly somebody walking through a tunnel. So it's either, yeah. either that yeah. was a real person in real life mm -hmm. and the, the, the photo taker just didn't see them there, mm -hmm. or you got yourself an apparition. Uh, Shireen, uh, and I'll be real quick on this, but Shireen uh, went uh, to, to San Diego for for work several years ago, but they did a tour of this house that allegedly had activity in it, and uh, she was just snapping off photos like crazy on her phone, and there was one specific room indoors at night, so no sun coming in through windows, and, um, and she had just a whole bunch of like nothing in this room just very just normal like you know chairs and and then in one of the frames there was this obvious mass in a in a corner of the room and then in the next photo there was nothing it was gone so gone so i mean she she has had a couple of those experiences where there has been things showing up in a photo that she didn't see i've seen it too it's weird cameras are fun <laughs> I love them. I love cameras. Polaroids and all that. <laughs> anyway, happy picture taking, folks. Have fun. And if you're on vacation, uh, careful what you're snapping photos of. There might be a, a weird anomaly in the background. Yeah, take two of them in case one gets ruined. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It's time for pop culture 
and the paranormal. All right, here we go. Pop culture and the paranormal. So uh, if I said the words, who are you going to call, <gasps> what comes to mind, guys? Rotor Rooter. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. But you said something interesting. That, that, that sounds just like the theme song from Ghostbusters. That was very well done. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> One of the favorites from the 80s. It has to be. Not just a paranormal movie from the 80s, but just an 80s movie in general. That's up there with Karate Kid. Right. You know, and some of those types of things. Yeah. Uh, you know, Goonies. One of oh, my totally. all-time favorites. Back so, to the Future. Of course, they had the remake, uh, you know, in recent years with the all-female cast mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Kristen Wiig and... Uh, uh, Leslie Jones. Yes. Kirsten Dunst. No. No. Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> no, I don't know. Was, I no, the girl, the girl kind of looks similar. Melissa McCarthy was in it. McCarthy and then, um, oh, Didn't Kate, Dan McKinnon, Kate McKinnon. Yeah, oh, go me. There you go. There we Look go. at you. <clears throat> oh, and uh, Thor. What's that actor? Chris name? Hemsworth. He kind of plays a uh, a not so smart secretary. Yeah. Uh, That's in, pretty in the remake. I think the remake was done pretty darn well. I thought it was I mean, hilarious. You never want to see him ruin or taint a classic, but it was it was nice, and it had a cam- cameos from a lot of the a original lot. actors. Yeah, uh, Bill Murray was in it. Dan Aykroyd shows up. Uh, Harold Ramis. They yeah. did a Harold Ramis cameo where because he's dead. Rest uh, in peace. But he they had a bust, I believe, of him uh, off off to the side. Sure. But did did you guys know that the theme song from Ghostbusters? That was actually ripped off. See, I didn't realize that. Ripped off from where? It was Ray Parker Jr. ripped it off from Huey Lewis and the News, of all people. Huey Lewis, uh, so the story goes, the the guitar player from Huey Lewis and the News was sitting home in San Francisco one evening, and he saw a trailer for, for Ghostbusters, or a commercial, I guess it would have been at the time. And he's listening to the theme song, and he's like, isn't that I want a new drug just sped up or slowed down? I can't remember which way it goes, but it, it's the same, almost the same the tune, same tune of the same I want chords, a new drug. The same, wow. And the funny thing is, just maybe a month prior, uh, the people from Ghostbusters approached Huey Lewis in the news, who at the time were huge. Yeah. You know, they were all over the charts. They were you know, on their way up and, and they were huge, but they were already committed to one of your favorite movies, um, back to the future. Yes. So, so they were doing the work for the back to the future and they're like, you know what? No, we're good. We got, we got this other movie we're working on. We've mm-hmm. got a new tour coming out. We're, we're, we're busy. We can't do it. So Ray, the story goes, Ray Parker Jr. Um, he, he was trying to come, you know, they, I think the, the Ghostbusters people came to them and said, we want this song to sound like Huey Lewis in the news, or I want a new drug or something, something to that effect. They gave him some parameters. Wow. And he came up with the lyrics. He basically took the tune from them. He made it too similar, huh? Made. Yeah. And, and, and the rest is history. Huey Lewis in the news went out. They sued him. They won. Um, and realize they won. The, the funny thing is a, it, it turned into this thing where it kind of had a life of its own because later on, uh, Huey Lewis, I think part of the terms of, of the, the lawsuit was they couldn't talk about the story 
later. And and years later, Huey Lewis in the news talked about it to Rolling Stone or something. It got printed up. So Ray Parker Jr. goes back and sues them. And it and and I think he ended up winning. Oh my you know, goodness! It was just kind gracious. of this, it, it was this this crazy story where you know one group is suing the other group. Wow. But yeah, yeah, it came straight from Huey Lewis in the news. It, it, they basically made no bones about it that it was stolen from them. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> didn't put up much of a fight. Uh, Did you do of, it? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, we took your song because you didn't say yes. <laughs> speaking of bones, though, <laughs> it's got ghosts. <laughs> Slimer. Oh, gosh. Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Oh, man. And uh, what else? Oh, and the uh, and Zool. <laughs> what does it say? Uh, Are you a god? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just a man. There's no Dana, only Zool. Oh, so funny. <laughs> and then a... they have that like gargoyle kind of dog thing. Yeah, it was Gozer. Room. And what was yeah, the Gozer. other one? Rick Moranis. He's, like, he's so funny. Come here, puppy. Come here, pooch. <laughs> Come here, pooch. <laughs> uh, what I love is when, when she asks, Are you a god? And they get blasted. And then Ray... Um, Ray sits up with Peter, and Peter's like, Ray, if someone asks if you're a god, you say yes. <laughs> uh, that movie and the other iterations, Ghostbusters 2 and even the and new one, it's two. so quotable. There's just so was many Was there a Ghostbusters quotes. 3? There was supposed to be, and this is, I, I mean, the reboot here is kind of what was going to end up being. And I don't want to go off on a tangent, and I don't want to start like besmirching the name of the uh, universally loved Bill Murray, but uh, he was always the hang-up. I mean, this is right. my trivia for Ghostbusters. Yeah, he was kind of done with it. He's, uh, he yeah, just had no too. interest in it. And the crazy part is, it was like, you know, I mean, not like he was coming off of pretentious, but he was just like, I just don't want to do it. But then in the same breath, he does the Garfield movie. And I'm like, come on, dude. <laughs> you wouldn't do Ghostbusters 3, but you did Garfield. I mean, come on. But, uh, yeah, the whole crew wanted to do it. And he was the linchpin that kept kind of holding the whole thing up. Well, and uh, major spoiler alert, but the movie's been out for almost two years now. Yeah, so so in the movie, yeah, he, he gets it. Yeah. He, he, they, they off him, yes. I think, uh, in a window scene, and he kind of goes splat. Yeah. Or, or does he get whisked out by the ghost? I think the ghost pushes him out pushes or something out like that. Doesn't he? Spoiler, Pat. Sorry. He's a, he's a hardcore yes, skeptic, he's in, a skeptic in the movie. In the yeah, movie. He doesn't yeah, believe yeah. in any of it. Yeah. Uh, the new movie, definitely, I mean, they don't... Do they? Yeah, they kind of don't pick up from the other ones, do they? They don't even really mention nope. a world of Ghostbusters. They kind of do a whole fresh retake on the whole thing. But uh, the comedy, I mean, and that was the thing about it. Someone said at one point like it was too funny. I don't remember them saying that, but <laughs> but uh, but it, it, in my opinion, it was very much similar to the first the first two. Eh, uh, those are the people who complain that there's too much frosting on their cupcake or yeah, too much <laughs> cheese on their pizza. Exactly. How can it be too funny? It was great. Yeah. You know? um, but uh, but uh, yeah, it's super quotable. I believe Slimer shows back up again oh, in this one, uh, stuff like that. And I don't, I don't I don't think there was a Stay Puft though. No, there wasn't. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of neat though. In the very last scene, they kind of wrap it up into a nice little bow where uh, they they move their operation headquarters and they're just about to move into a firehouse to yeah. the old firehouse. To the old it's firehouse. The same one, it's I the think. same one. Yeah, it's the same yeah. one. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it, it, it's a really fun visit back to the back to the original. Yeah, it's and, cool. They do some throwbacks to the original. Yeah, yeah. oh, they do. They now do. the original, you know, if you watched it as a young kid like I did, oh, it was scary in parts, dude. You know, the I remember uh, scene. Yeah, the library, yeah. The library scene. Is that the one where the ghost flies right at the camera? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah when Ray goes, excuse me, ma'am, and it turns <laughs> around and goes, shh. <laughs> 
<laughs> he just kind of <laughs> the look on his face. He turns <laughs> Those guys were so good together. Oh um, yeah. But yeah, it was scary. I mean, I remember that scaring me. And when she was like, Aah! you know, came at him that one. And I remember even Slimer kind of scaring me when, when, uh, when Peter was down the hall and he sees this floating green blob. He, he's staring at me, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Slimer. He was like a floating sinus infection. He was like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was. And uh, he flies right at him and, and takes him out or slimes him. But, uh, um, yeah, such a fun, such a fun movie. Boy, they destroy that city. They do. <laughs> they destroy New York City. That was a concurrent theme with yeah. them. Yeah, and like any great movie, it had it, its own toy line. It oh, had a yeah. uh, cartoon spinoff. Lunchboxes. Lunchboxes. Well, the crazy thing that I found out uh, from my reading, but also from, uh, and I will do a shout out here to one of my co-hosts of another podcast, uh, Billy, uh, my, uh, my co-host on Daydream Instruction Manual, is a huge fan of Ghostbusters. Loves everything Ghostbusters there was actually an old and Pat you probably know this too there was an older version of Ghostbusters called the Ghostbusters right and it was two words not one word and it was it was two guys and a gorilla (laughs) naturally because why wouldn't there be a gorilla exactly and they had like these funny hats and they had this like it looked like a it looked like a big horn with a crank on it that they would use to catch ghosts. But so this is where it gets weird. There was this, it was an old like 1950s show that kind of had a little bit of popularity to it. But uh. it was two guys and a gorilla. It was a guy in a suit, <laughs> but still. And then it wasn't Ronald Reagan, was it? You it know, wasn't be- Ronald Reagan. The whole bedtime for Bonzo thing. <laughs> he you couldn't know? get away from monkeys. No. <laughs> but but so that was what influenced um um, help me out here, Harold Ramis and um, Dan, Dan Aykroyd, to write Ghostbusters was this original version of it, but they kind of wanted to do their own version. So they kind of got, they got permission and influence, uh, not influence, uh, permission to do this or, you know, to you know do their own version of it. And then seeing how popular the movie Ghostbusters was, the people who still owned the original Ghostbusters with the monkey decided to make a cartoon. So if you guys remember as kids, there was two Ghostbusters cartoons. One was called The Real Ghostbusters I and remember the other that. one was called Ghostbusters. I do remember really? that. And The Real Ghostbusters was I believe I'm trying to get it turned around here. I think that was the one that we remembered as the movies. Right. right. Okay. The Ghostbusters was this one that had like this group of four people and they had a monkey with them. And it's very interesting. You should look this up. But yeah. I, n- I never knew that. I knew uh, it was called the real Ghostbusters. But I thought, I don't know, maybe they didn't have the rights to use the f- proper name or something. You know, and from as the kids, movie. you don't really think of, yeah. like, you <laughs> don't think of, you know, uh, copyright laws and right. stuff. Yeah. They, they called huh. themselves the real, Ghostbusters. the real Ghostbusters. So at one point in time, there was two concurrent Ghostbusters cartoons going that were basically... The similar pre- a premise, but one was based off of the '50s show and one was based off of the '80s movie. Who are you e- gonna call? E- either one. Either of you one. guys ever dressed up <laughs> as a Ghostbuster for Halloween in your youth? I, I didn't. No, did you? I, I was more a Star Wars guy. Star Wars. <laughs> I, I did the cheap. Co- I did, but I did kind of the cheap version where you know those T-shirt costumes where it just says it was a T-shirt that had Ghostbuster like the jumpsuit and it had Vankman the name tag on the shirt itself. And then I had like a pair of like jumpsuit pants and then boots and just kind of walked around like that. But yeah, but no proton pack. I wanted to do that, but I couldn't <laughs> lock one down and proton there's, pack. there's some high end 
like like people who went out and made their own proton packs with like sounds and lights and stuff shout out to stranger things spoiler alert yes <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yes they all dressed up as ghostbusters That's there was awesome. that debate on who was going to be peter that was so funny <laughs> on stranger things um and i remember the scene in the library with the with i think it was in the library or no maybe it was the ballroom yeah the ballroom party where <laughs> they, they uh, <laughs> where they all have their thing going and it's stuck to the ceiling yes. and he's like don't cross the streams <laughs> But they never really say what'll happen. He said really bad things. Or <laughs> really something bad like things. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good what shooting text. <laughs> what I like. What I like. Takes out the chandelier. <laughs> drops the whole thing. <laughs> what 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 was so funny about that too? I remember oh, Harold Ramis was so funny. Uh, he played Egon. Yeah. And uh, when they opened the trap, and he's like, "Whatever you do, don't look at the trap." And then when he stomped on it and opened it, Ray goes, "I looked at the trap. <laughs> I looked at it. Ray. I looked at it, Egon." It's like an eclipse. Don't look right. Don't at look it. at it. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, uh, one last thing I want to throw out there was there was actually a video game that came out several years ago now. I, I want to say it was almost 10 years ago called The Ghostbusters. Yep. And it's, it was supposed to serve as an actual sequel to the movies. And it featured uh-huh. the entire cast of the original Ghostbusters. All voice. I, I think I remember that. It's so, what system was that for? Do you it, was on, it was on Xbox 360 and PlayStation okay. 2. Okay. And it was a blast, pun intended. Uh, <laughs> you actually got, it would, it would keep a running tally of how much property damage you did trying to catch a ghost <laughs> like it was a comedy game yeah. and and it would just do things like that it would keep track of how much you broke stuff trying to catch a ghost and and uh, very fun i recommend it to anybody who's looking for a if you're a gamer or whatever looking for a fun like ghostbustery game i can't recommend <laughs> it enough uh classics never get old good old ghostbusters who are you gonna call and now it's time for the main mystery <laughs> All right, today we're getting back on the cryptid bus. Ooh. The bus that Eddie can drive so well. <laughs> the, the green cryptid <laughs> the bus. The green cryptid Hop bus. Hop on, everybody! It's <laughs> a little inside joke. We went, The three of us went on a Bigfoot expedition a couple years ago and uh, came across this empty field with an abandoned school bus. And It was what, painted green. Painted it wasn't green. yellow at all. And what do you do when you come across a green school bus abandoned in a field? Well, naturally, uh, you, like Eddie, you jump inside and pretend to steer as we take pictures. Exactly. There's so many spiders and stuff in there, wasn't there? That thing felt like I was like sitting in a coffin. Like it was so <laughs> dusty and buggy and weird and cool. We'll have to post cool. a picture of that on, on the webpage. We should. Yeah. It was so fun. It was an absolute <laughs> blast. We should do a podcast out of that bus one day. That'd be awesome. And we didn't get any conclusive evidence of Bigfoot uh, or Chupacabras. Ooh. No, but that is what we're talking about today, is is the goat sucker, as he's become known to, to be. Uh, Chupacabra uh, was, was a creature that this whole thing started actually pretty recently, 1995. Really? I, I was I've... married in 1995. So it's a baby as it, far it, as it cryptids. Is, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not ancient like Bigfoot or Loch Ness Monster. It's a newer one. But uh, it was said to come in the dark of night and feed on the blood of livestock, uh, like some kind of alien vampire. Uh, it was first reported in Puerto Rico. And uh, over time, uh, the legend or the story of this creature uh, spread to the United States, uh, South America, I believe. Um, creature gets around. So, so, so what it is 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 they think this creature. Uh, multiple descriptions of what it could be. The the first ones, it was actually uh, on two legs, um, and it would might have spikes running from its head down to its tail. Um, it would go in 
uh, to a farmyard or a barn, suck all the blood out of sheep or goats or cows, uh, whatever it might be. And um, but it wouldn't, so the, it wouldn't eat any flesh though. It's almost like it was thirsty but not yeah, hungry. Like a Capri like Sun. All the blood. Like a Capri Sun. Put a straw in and just. You can never get the dang straw in that hole, man. It would just I make you mad. Those things are hard. And then you'd stab your finger. Or and, stab a hole through it. Or stab a hole through <laughs> the thing. And, and you're holding it up. Anyway, we we digress. But but farmers began to find their animals dead in the field with puncture wounds in their neck and drained of all their bloods and. Uh, some witnesses spotted strange creatures lurking about with large eyes, sharp claws and fangs. Um, like I said, spikes down in the middle of their back. Um, and so it uh, was known to terrorize communities in Puerto Rico uh, and other Latin American countries. And, and then, then the story started to change. The creatures would look different. Uh, they'd start to look more like almost canine um, foxes almost like uh well a, a lot of people are saying that it was described as like an animal with with mange where they've got like their furs coming off you know and uh just looking uh like they got serious skin problems going on but uh, dude got issues basically <laughs> werewolf with male pattern baldness but <laughs> but they'd look more like dogs or foxes or coyotes you know things like a that deranged just, raccoon yeah but it's one of those things, that the, the descriptions, the physical descriptions of this beast vary so wildly. I mean, some people say they have glowing eyes. Some some people say their smell is really rancid and, and um, you know, kind of sulfur-like. Uh, some people say they can jump, you know, six feet high like a kangaroo, and others claim they can even fly. So, I mean, you're you're really spanning the spectrum. It's kind of a junk drawer of, of cryptids, that's what in it a is. way. And there's different theories about them, too. They, they range from... Government genetic experiences or experiments, you know, think stranger things, you know, if something's going on, except with animals. Um, UFO involvement, people have, have said they're aliens. Um, but, but, but a lot of people will also state, like I said, animals with some kind of a, a disease. Um, to me, I'm, I, I'm, I'm taking the whole thing as it's, it's more the latter, you know, it's, it's some kind of an animal with a disease. Uh, I, I don't really buy the whole, it's a whole nother cryptid or creature sort of thing, uh, Bigfoot its, type thing. At its most, I would almost say, I would almost, if anything had any credence, I would almost lean towards the government thing, like 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 experimental creature thing. I mean, they do all sorts of weird stuff on animals for all sorts of experimental drugs. And I'm not saying it's a persistent thing, like, oh, and then it made babies and there's more of them. <laughs> but like you have an offshoot or a weird amalgam of something that died eventually that managed to cause a lot of problems before it did die i don't know but yeah that's the most i'd probably give that one well it's almost like you taxidermy together a bunch of spare parts from all the wildest beasts you can think of and you got a chupacabra you know and like those sideshows <laughs> sideshow well the the name chupacabra in spanish translates to goat sucker you know because it was kind of sucking the, the the blood out of goats and uh but out of all the cryptids, I mean, it. this is the the, the one that kind of makes me hungry because when I think chupacabra, it makes me think of a chalupa. And then I just want to go to Taco Bell. He's a chalupa sucker. <laughs> but then sucker. when I go to pour that sauce over the top, I'm kind of like, ew, the blood sucker. Mm. You know, I'm not, not hungry anymore. <laughs> I mean, there are. wasn't there a case at one point where someone thought they had actually shot one or caught one and it ended up being an animal with... 
a it problem. Was, was yeah, a, yeah, I think they've they've debunked some of them as animals with diseased animals, right. basically. Yeah. Like the, apparently, there's not a lot of you know photographs, obviously, of of these things. Mm-hmm. But um, I've heard of a video existing of a like a police video camera. Uh, went back to like 2008 where they caught one on you know crossing the road or what whatever at night i haven't looked it up i haven't seen it but uh, that might be something to look into just to see what what you can see on something like that it's it's eerie it was in uh texas i believe right yep. yeah and it was yeah. um i don't know local deputy or something it was is the um dash cam footage from their from their vehicle and they yeah they caught they were right behind this thing, like 30 mm-hmm. feet behind it, and they, they got it running down a dirt road. But rather than dart off into the field, it just keeps running just straight, running. so they keep filming it. And the weirdest thing is it it's it's gall- it, like gallop or whatever you want to call it. It's gait, the way that it ran. It's really odd. It, it almost looks like the back legs and the front legs are two different sizes because hmm. the way it dips down, um, almost like a greyhound at full speed. You know yeah. how it drops significantly? Yep, yep. But then the thing keeps turning back and looking at the dash cam and it has a big old snout. Yeah. Big, huge snout. Almost like it's it was like a bobblehead. You know, its head really? was proportionately huge compared to its body. It's just eerie. I mean, it was probably just a weird-looking coyote, honestly. Or, or but emaciated wild hog or something. Or... <laughs> Good band name. Emaciated wild hog. And one little pop culture and the paranormal bonus treat Ooh. you get with this episode there was a movie I was sitting, I, I, it was Saturday afternoon, sat down, sci-fi channel, came across and just kind of got drawn drawn into it. Chupacabra versus the Alamo. What? Starring what? Eric Estrada <gasps> as, as the lawman yes. hunting, down, <laughs> hunting down the Chupacabra. Oh my God. <laughs> Running around with a shotgun trying to shoot Chupacabra. I love sci-fi and their sea movies. <laughs> the That's Chupacabra exactly what it was. NATO. Yeah, Sharknado. Go get them, Punch. Go. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I do like, like we said, the likelihood is probably. Not not a real thing, but there's just this tiny sliver in my brain that's always kind of like reserved. That wants for, to believe. Yeah. So throw out a percentage. What percentage are you convinced that this is in fact a legitimate creature? Whether it's alien or or government uh, thing. a government thing, that it's actually real. I'm coming in right around the 5% mark. And that's just because I want to believe. I don't, I, but I want to. I'd say I'm between 5 and 10. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of funny. I, I I kind of put myself around 10 just because it's so weird that they're finding animals with their, all their blood gone. It's like, what does that Something to an animal? took the blood out. How does that happen? That's kind of weird. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> Phil over there with his weird habits. <laughs> I was hungry and thirsty, but I didn't want to chew. And they did it with a high C straw. They did it with a high C straw. Right through the jugular. <laughs> I ruined the pouch, so I had to go find something else to drink. I was thirsty. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, you know that's. But yeah, like ninety percent of me is like probably a sick or or uh, or uh, otherwise injured animal, which is kind of sad when you think about it. Yeah. But then again. There's the duckbill platypus, which is kind of also a, just a junk drawer of random animal parts, <laughs> and that thing's real. So who Dude, knows? just kind of slapped it together. And <laughs> I always point and it's to real. This, yeah, like what? I mean, if you were to describe a duckbill platypus to someone who'd never <laughs> seen it, you would say, "Well, you're making this up. It's not a real thing." You know, I, I I know that's like a weak argument, like the coelacanth again. Like it's been dead forever, and then you find a, just a 
are just everywhere. You know, it's I, a marsupial, a but it has a bill and it has webbed feet with a poisonous dart on its heel. It's a mammal, but it has <laughs> eggs, and it ha- oh, dude, it's such a weird. Animal. It's no more confusing than Easter. Yeah, as a bunny, bunnies don't really lay eggs, but you know, it, whatever. He may be human sized, which is terrifying when you think. <laughs> I have a confession. For the first few weeks when I lived in South Dakota, I thought the jackalope was real. <gasps> they had you convinced. <laughs> it's a bunny with antlers it's in a your bunny life. Bunny with antlers. <laughs> But you know, if you didn't know, I jackrabbit with antlers. Hey, okay, whatever. You know, I did. You know, there's a lot of things. You know, there's deer with antler and deer without antlers. So why not a bunny? There is. I have. And granted, there was probably prehistoric, but I remember seeing it was like a little weird animal, like like raccoon size that had horns. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, there's that. <laughs> the other day we were at um, Shields, and inside of Shields, you know, kind of an outdoor store, and they have the giant indoor Ferris wheel there. Yeah. So I have my daughter Sky, and we're sitting on there going round and round on the Ferris wheel. Now I'm terrified of heights, so I'm you know just on the edge of soiling myself. But as we get high enough, you can see into different sections of the store. And over in the hunting section, they have uh, a lot of uh, stuffed uh, mounted animals, including a big uh, I think it was an elk or uh, mm-hmm. maybe a. I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a hunter, so right. I don't know. It, it was it looked like a big reindeer, basically. Right. Yeah, yeah. And my daughter, every time we'd go by, she'd wave and she'd say, Hi, Rudolph. <laughs> oh, oh, and then oh, I just felt oh, a little piece of my heart break every time. And I said, Honey, I don't think that's Rudolph. He doesn't have a red nose and he's been gone for a long time. Yeah. yeah. His Aww. body is here, but his spirit's not. Anyway, totally <laughs> brought down the vibe of the show. <laughs> Man, that's sad. Sorry. Hey, speaking, speaking, speaking of bringing down the vibe of the show, if you guys ever watched The Bachelor... There's a girl on there this season. She collects taxidermy, and she'll like show up holding a seal, (gasps) or it's just some random strange animal. Oh, Oh, pick me, marry me. I've got all these taxidermid animals in my house. That's such a you could inherit them all. Picture yourself sitting on a couch made of. Me and my wife and my daughter watch it. It's our guilty pleasure. Whatever, (laughs) gotta have that guilty pleasure. Well. But but hey, you know this is actually kind of a, a, a quickie today. But um, you know you know what 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 can what more can you say about Chupacabra? You know we got Eric Estrada in there. I yeah. think we covered all our bases. I think we did. I think once you get to that point, you're you're wrapped up. The only thing left to do is to go get a chalupa from Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, become a chalupa sucker. <laughs> well, we want to thank you for listening. Uh, be sure you. Uh, um, let your friends know about Paranormal Dads. If you enjoy the show, uh, you know, the more the merrier. You can find us on Facebook at Paranormal Dads, on Twitter at Paranormal Dads. We're on Podbean. We're on uh, Stitcher. Stitcher. Yep. We're on iTunes. Yep. Uh, We're on fire. <laughs> this is <laughs> episode 13, y'all. You can find us on most of your podcast uh, listening preferences. So Leave reviews. Thank you to all our friends at freesound.org for uh, their talents. We take lots of sounds from from uh, their resources and put them into the show. We love you guys. <laughs> what would we be without you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap. Good. Are we recording right now?
We are recording. We hot.